it is time for women to really get that your fastest path to cash, to abundance, to the life you want is in fully living your own greatest expansion. And that has to be priority number one every single day. Thanks to GoodRx for supporting my podcast. GoodRx is a free and easy to use service that allows you to instantly compare prices for your prescriptions and find discounts on your medications. To start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today, go to goodrx.com slash dream job. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a good week. I have been really intentional about taking it easy. I've done a couple podcast interviews. I interviewed Bobby Burke from Queer Eye and Bethany Frankel from Housewives and Skinny Girl. And then I canceled a ton of stuff and just rested. And it's not my default. It's not my default. And, you know, it's an interesting conversation I've been having with some of my girlfriends because the truth is that it is so unbelievably fun and life-giving to do things that I love to do. I love coaching. I love speaking. I love interviewing people. I love putting on events. I love it. And I also love remembering that our expansion, our abundance, our impact, it's truly not a correlation to how busy we are or how much we do. And we definitely live in a world where that is the absolute constant belief that we're being told in a million different ways. The truth is that if you just take money, for example, money is what you are a vibrational match for. Like there are people who have such a high vibe and they don't do that much and they have a small audience of some kind and they make tons of money. And then there are people who have a huge audience, they're posting content nonstop, they're creating webinars, they're running funnels, they're doing ads, they're running around, they're doing every possible thing they can do and they're barely making anything. It's kind of like in dating where someone can be on all the apps, going on tons of dates, making sure that they always look the best they could possibly look and they don't necessarily find what they're looking for. And then sometimes there's another person who is not doing any of those things, but they're so aligned And they're so high in their frequency. They're just like this magnetic being. And wherever they go, they just bump into love over and over and over and over again. And I think that there's a push-pull. It's like, I think that we can make a giant impact in the world. And I think that there is something to like really fulfilling those desires when you feel this swirl of inspiration and you want to start a podcast or write a book or create an event or 
anything, it's like, yes, do it. It's meant to be born. And then there's a lot of time, I feel like, in all of our days where we are busier than we need to be. And we would be better served really and truly dropping into the moment. Like my friend Susie Moore on the daily is like waking up late in her pajamas and going to lunch. That's usually what's on the docket. And meanwhile, she makes time a few times a month to be on the Today Show or Good Morning America. She writes a book almost every year. And then there's so much space to enjoy her actual life. So I am really, really getting excited about doing the both and the epic resting and the epic action when it feels so freaking good, but not to confuse that your abundance, it's not a matter of how busy you are. And we're actually going to talk about that in today's episode even more. So I will keep you posted on my journey with all of this. And I hope that it's helpful and inspiring for you as well. So we have a cool episode, but before we get into that, I did want to let you know that I have a couple ways that I can mentor you through this year. And one of those is our mastermind. We are taking applications. We are not enrolling everyone by any means. We've had over 300 people enroll. We've invited about 20 or so in. And we also have a other beautiful program called the inner circle, which is a different level for people who are at that place. And you can check out the inner circle at kathyheller.com slash IC. It gives you access to every program I run through the next year. And it also gives you access to a half day intensive every month and so much like juicy. How are you going to allow in this windfall of cash and purpose and pleasure? It's all going to be happening in the inner circle. If you think that you are ready for and wanting the highest level container we have, it is the mastermind. You can apply for that at kathyheller.com slash mastermind. And I just heard that as we are nearing our retreat, which is coming up in less than two weeks, just about two weeks, actually, um, we have one spot available because somebody is not able to make their spot. You can grab that spot at kathyheller.com slash retreat. So go ahead if you would like to do that. Okay. So today we're going to share a clip from one of the calls. I've been, I've been having calls with people who apply for the mastermind, which is really cool. Although, because I have been feeling pretty under the weather this week, I've been allowing Colleen, who is incredible. She's also a PhD psychologist and she runs my team. She's been handling these calls beautifully, but we've been giving people this time and, and doing some coaching to see where they're at, to see how we can help. And then also they apply for the mastermind. So again, if you want to do that, you can go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind. But I'm really grateful that some of these women have allowed us to use a clip from these coaching discovery calls because they're so powerful, right? Oh, so often what other people are struggling with, we really, really can relate to. And I think hearing these pieces is something that's going to be helpful. So here you're going to hear from Erin, Erin Fitzgerald. She's built a really strong social media presence, but 
she's realizing that she's never made her offer. So we're going to unpack why she hasn't stepped into this place of receivership and what services she could provide for her audience. I want to give a huge thank you to Erin for graciously giving us permission to play this for you. I think this conversation can really open your eyes to what's stopping you from putting your offer out there. Take a listen. Thank you for being where you are, that we were excited about this. So I'm going to let Colleen ask you some questions and I'm going to take some notes. Yeah. So Erin, why don't you just kind of, I know you've been working with Kathy for a while and in these containers, but maybe just bring us up to speed where your business is at, what's going on with it, what's coming up for you. So in the very first group that I was a part of, the May to do this, it was in that that weird space. I'm a high school teacher. And so we were going through that of transitioning to uh, online digital learning. And I was already a little bit ahead of that because my business is for not only SAT to help students prepare for their SAT test, but also to help them write their college essays um, and do all the supplemental essays and kind of that whole getting ready for college piece. And there were so many pieces of the made to do this that just naturally fit into me continuing to launch and continuing to work in a digital space. And I really, really wanted to continue that. And so through that, I started working on Instagram. My, my kids, some of the students that I work with are on TikTok. So I started on TikTok um, and started using social media platforms to build a base. Oh, so good. It was fun. Yeah. And so um, I have, you know, 20,000 followers on TikTok. I have, I have a pretty good base and then started making videos and posting them during the COVID experience of um, everybody at home learning um, and posting them on YouTube. So I feel like all these pieces are in place. And then to continue some of the things that I offer for parents on the side is, you know, how to help your, your high school junior through their, their junior year, or how to help their high school senior through their senior year. And so all the pieces are in place. It's just for my business, I didn't ever realize until in this abundant ever after that I never made an offer. I never, ever said here's how to work with me. And so people would DM me or, you know, to, or usually is through Instagram DMs. And I, I don't understand why I didn't do that, but I, I kind of think it's from being a high school teacher for so long that I just naturally think I have to just keep putting out and putting out and, and not receiving. And that has been a huge thing in this abundant ever after space. That's what I'm hearing all the time is that I have to learn how to do that. And I think that is so natural. And I keep hearing you say the same thing. And the message is, you know, that there's people out there that are going to pay anyway. And some of my students at my high school, they do the same. They go out and they find other tutors. And I'm like, what are you doing? You should work with me. And they're like, you do this? Like, okay. You know, and, and I just feel like I'm right there at that space of like, it took me this long to understand it, you know, to like break the programming and understand that. I have to put an offer out because if not, then the people that I know and love are going to go somewhere else. And it makes me feel, um, I'm jealous that other, you know, that other people get to work with them. So, you know, I need to stop doing that, but that's not, you know, that like the only thing, but I really do feel like from everything that you said, and I've listened to the podcasts and like what this next thing that you're offering is number one, you know, the 
price point of a high school teacher, this is going to scare me like nothing has before. And I desperately need that. And um, I don't want to work with anyone else. You know, it is around the price point of some of the other people that are out there that, you know, I could sign up with and I don't want to work with anyone else. But I, you know, it's just this natural progression of like what you're going to teach us next. And oh my gosh, Erin, I wish I could like show this to the world of like, this is exactly like Colleen and I literally sit here every day. We're doing almost 300 people apply for this and we've only admitted like 21 or something so far. And we're probably going to keep it 50 or below, but it's, it's what you just said and how you just said it. Like it's fully grasping. I mean, what you said, you just zeroed in on it, right? Put the offer out, focus on receiving. I've been doing all of this. I gave and gave and gave 20,000 followers, Instagram, TikTok, you're giving, you understand that. And then you're just like, no, like this is off, right? Like I didn't make this offer. I'm not receiving. And then I love when you said like that price point is going to scare me. And then you know that that's what you need because those things go together, right? The way in which you are transacting or the lack thereof is a mirror image of where you're willing to go in terms of abundance and what these people want desperately is to pay you. We actually see it so off and so backwards. When somebody pays, they feel satisfied because they feel that they're already closer to the result just by paying, right? Just by signing up for an improv class, the person feels like, I'm doing something bold. I signed up, you know, like I went and had my OBGYN, my physical today. And, you know, that's not something I like, Oh, I can't wait. So I tend to like put it off, but when I make the appointment, I already feel better about myself and the way that I'm thinking about like fear when I just make the appointment. Right. So it's like, just walking in the office today and sitting, waiting for them to call my name. I already had very little anxiety. Cause I was like, I'm already here. And like, I'm good. You know, like just the fact that I showed up and then everything was fine. We deny people their deep transformation when we deny them the transaction. We just take it from them. We make it impossible for them to come to us and level up. And then you said, and they're going to other people. They're finding other people. No, 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 no. For a long time, I was really worried that if I did charge, that meant I had to guarantee that they were going to get a certain score. They were going to get into the college. And I I was so afraid of that that phone call of a parent saying, well, they didn't get this and, you know, being angry or something. So I, I did send an email to somebody on your team and I was like, how do I get through this? And they were just like, it's just you know, like we, I have to stop thinking that end game and that I'm going to pour into, which I, I have for years, you know, pour into them of the experience. And so that that's helped me a little bit, but I just need that practice. Isn't it amazing how much we are in other people's business? Uh, it's like, as if the way to really help someone rise is to take ownership of what they need to do. It's like, that is their responsibility right? You do the thing that you do. And then there's what they do. And then there's also the river of life. I know people right now, two boys 
who are seniors. One got a 1570 and one got a 1560. Neither of them got into the schools that they wanted. One of them got into no schools and the other one got into one school that was like nowhere near where he wanted to go. And I'm like, what's happening? And it's not your business or your problem. I was just interviewing this guy named Josh Peck, who he was like a Nickelodeon star. Do you know him? Drake and Josh. All my senior, all my high school seniors talk about Drake and Josh. Now he's on How I Met Your Father. I think he has 10 million Instagram followers. And he's also Jewish like me. And we were talking about, he's in a new movie where he's playing a a rabbi. And so he goes, I spent time with this actual rabbi to like prep. And he goes, I asked him, what's the deal with the bar mitzvah? Like, what the heck, right? It's like, here we are to interrupt your life for two years, boy or girl. And now you have to learn this whole thing, which I did, right? And it's in a different language. It doesn't make any sense. And what's the point? He said, the rabbi said to me, do you think that it's about that actual thing where like, you're going to spend two years learning something so that people enjoy your performance of reading this Hebrew at It's not about that at all. He goes, so what is it about? He goes, do you know how much you grow as a person by taking on such a difficult challenge at that age? Do you know how much that process, it gives me like the chills. Cause like when he like laid it out the way he said it, he goes, what we say, what we're, and I never heard this. I mean, gosh, I mean, you could get a thousand different opinions about anything, but I thought it was fascinating that he says to him, look at it this way. Let's say that kid shows up for this project, breaks his teeth on it, writes his speech, learns how to read Hebrew, gets up in front of 500 people, blah, 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 blah. How does that process, how does that experience prepare him for life, for what else he can like sort of rise to, right? So it's like, is applying for college, is doing an SAT, is it really all about like, this is my ROI, this is my school, this... Or is there something in every single possible trial and tribulation that is so much more for us, right? The process of it, it's like, I'm not even a fan of college. I say it all the time now. Now, you know, the world is so different and entrepreneurship, but like, hell yeah, a kid should just be like, cool. Like, I'm going to co-sign that I'm going to learn so much and I'm going to retain it and I'm going to see what kind of essays I can write. And I'm going to understand like how much I can understand about the the English language and like freaking Elon Musk couldn't get a job at Salesforce. He like walked in and walked out. Cause like, he's like, they don't, I don't interview well. So he's like, I guess I have to start my own company cause I can't get a job. But thankfully he did do the other things because right. Like But look what we do. We make the world so small. We make things so insignificant when there's so many levels of significance and it's not about you. (laughs) That's literally like the mouge bouge. What do they call it? Like that little like taster. And then that's just the entering point, entrance point for this person. Does that make sense? So much sense. Yes. Yes. Because that's, you know, I think that's one thing with the college essay is that they have the students have an opportunity to sit like this, you know, with me and just work and really discover different things about themselves and to feel seen. And it's, it's such an honor to do that, but sometimes it is, you know, discovering what they want to do, you know, where they want to be and what they want to study and whether that is college or not. Right. And how cool would it be if that's also part of the process up front, right? Like I am here 
to help you to your highest and best period. Yes. End of story. If yes. your highest and best winds up being you are capable of getting into Cornell and you're not going by choice because you're going to open up a bakery. We're going to discover that that's going to save you 200 grand. Yeah, absolutely. But if you want to go through this process because your highest and best is like going to undergrad so you can go to law school and blah, 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 blah we're going to get you to the best possible place for you in this moment. Right. And like, I went to Florida state and I wanted to go to BU and I got deferred. And then I got into Emerson. My parents couldn't afford it. I applied to all these Boston schools and I, I also didn't get into Syracuse. I applied to all these like theater schools. Anyways, I think about who I became by going to a state school. I became editor of my college paper, graduated with honors interviewed Al Gore because I happened to be standing the night that Catherine Harris decided where the Florida ballot went in the 2000 election. Um, I was there. And then he happened to have been a journalist in his college experience and for a little while after. So everyone's there, MSNBC, CNN, everybody's there. And he's like, I'm going to do one interview and we'll put it on the wire. He goes, who's a student journalist? And I'm like, this has to be a joke. This is unbelievable. So they call me forward. It's like 2 a.m. They had just announced that the votes went for Bush. Do you remember this moment? Yes, yes, yes. So I sit down with Al Gore. That's the beginning of my podcast. That's the beginning of me going, I can hold space for an elected official. I never would have done that at BU. I was supposed to go to Florida State and I was the biggest fish in a huge pond, but not a huge pond of like, maybe like, you know, academics. It was the best thing. <laughs> so it's like, let's let go of the idea that there is an outcome that's better than another. And like yeah. that, that you're in charge of an outcome. And let's just make you so much abundance so that you can allow for other people to see that abundance is there for them, right? Yes. <laughs> so I think like, um, you know, it made you do this at first, you know, there, there was all the pieces that were put into place and I've gotten that message like so clearly on this abundance. After. So I really feel like from what I've heard and listened to this next, this next part is just, I'm, I'm meeting you exactly where you're at. It's time to, to launch. <laughs> it's time to put an offer out. It's time to see those kind of conversations, what you just said to, what have you offered so far, if anything? Well, I still do a lot of one-on-one tutoring, a lot around in the area. And, um, you know, I can't necessarily say that's an offer. I just put my, my name on the list and I get a lot of um, personal referrals. So I do do a lot of SAT tutoring. It's a, it's a lot. And so I do, um, you know, two hours reading and grammar. And then during the summers, I do stay really busy doing college essays. So I've done that's a class that I teach um, at my high school. So I probably do at least 300 essays a year. I know. And what I know. are you charging for the two hour sessions? $75 an hour. And that's private? So it's 70, yeah, $75 an hour. So a total of $150 to sit down and do, um, yes, for two hours. And the college essays where you read about 300, you do that at your high school. So what do they pay you for that? Oh God. Last year I made $47,000. For the summer? It's the same. I, I keep it the same. $75 an hour. So I typically work with a student four times and then they have their, their essay. 
Yeah. It's really interesting because it's what you said before. I was getting hung up on the outcome being my job, right? So if you let the outcome be God's job, which is always that, then you would have the certainty to raise your hand and do what you do and charge what you charge because you know that that's really what they actually need. It's fascinating. Okay. Colleen, what else, where else do you want to go here? Erin, I want to know like what you really want to create for yourself. If you could allow yourself to receive like limitless, like abundance, like what would change in your life? Like what, what would you lean into? I felt it during that time when we were at, um, during 2020, when I was at home and I was working, you know, a little bit as a teacher, but then I was you know, I felt like I was building um, so much content and putting so much content out. And I had the time and the space to do that and the energy then because I wasn't in the classroom as much. And that felt so wonderful. I still was uh, working with kids here in my house instead of, you know, libraries closed and everything closed. So I was still having kids, um, you know, by word of mouth, their moms would send them and I'd work with them for the SAT um, and for that, I would, this was, that was the first time that I worked through kids with zoom and doing the essays and the applications. Um, and if I could just, I mean, there's two things. I think that, you know, that my day job of being a high school teacher is, is almost limiting me because I have this value of like making $47,000 a year and working so hard. Um, and I think that that value is like almost branded on me. Like that's how much I'm worth because I've been a teacher for 16 years. And so, you know, I I have to, you know, do a a little bit of work between what my salary is and how much time and effort I, I put in. But if I just, if I could just met wave a magic wand and I would just be, you know, working one-on-one with kids for their college essays and exploring what they could in the next season of their lives and helping to study for the SAT. And that would just be so fulfilling. So still being a teacher, but, you know, just doing it to help kids explore what their future is. Mm. So do you notice, which is beautiful. It's so gorgeous. Like how inspired you are, by the way, just want to say this to be part of such a beautiful time. Like it's such a transition point for kids. Right. And for them to have someone so grounded and supportive is like, it's such a gift. Yep. And it's also so interesting because you sort of mentioned kind of having this 47K kind of branded on you. And then you focus a lot on focusing your attention and love towards how you can support these kids. When what I said is, what do you dream about for your life? Oh, that's interesting. I want to feel the way that I did in 2020 again. I want to feel like I have creativity and it was so fun to wake up in the mornings and I had so many downloads and it was I just had time to just kind of explore what I really love to do like to really just to just do it to be in that practice of yeah putting stuff out there and getting onto social media and you know chatting with people on the dm and you know that sort of thing i really 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 but that was definitely it's odd to say but that was probably the happiest time that i've ever been in my career so i i, I miss that time i would really love to get back to that i'm not yeah. working full-time in the classroom but to really just be yeah that's what i love it's a lot of like the free time right the freedom and you even said like 
so that I could even figure out what I like. I think you've been in the process of giving so much and being so busy with your hands full of what you have to give that you don't even have the time to go, wait, who am I and what do I want and what do I love? And we really forget that we can only, 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 only show someone as far over the horizon as we see, because we can't see and therefore show someone what we can't see. So the more that you learn how to really dream and enjoy your time, your life, your moments off, your receiving of more bounty, right? You're going to help them to really get to see further for themselves. So that's a really important selfless thing to do. And $47,000 is like, there is no feeling of plenty. There's no feeling of abundance in that. It's like, it's like breathing through a straw all the time. And that I know that you're ready for that to stop. And I'm thinking about these kids who are about to go make an investment, whether it's them or their parents more likely. And a lot of these schools are going to cost, could be a hundred grand. It could be 48 grand. It could be 200 grand. It depends where they're going to school. So there is a fishing hole. There's a marketplace of people who would be so happy to say, wait, I know this woman, she's a boss. She comes so highly recommended. It's a $5,000 package. She's going to help you really, before you just apply to 18 schools, she's going to help you figure out where you would want to be, where you would be most probably like a fit, help you write your essay, help you have the best advantage and take you through the process of when you get their acceptances or the rejections, how do you feel so that you manage things? I mean, you could do so much for them. And there's like these packages that just come with like an initial conversation with the parent, three or four calls with the student and you're out. And it's like you start, and then there could also be group situations where these kids meet each other and they go through it side by side. And there's just so much more money to be made and you know it. And I know that, you know, for what you're able to do, like that holding of that space and that presence, plus you understand your way in and out of these tests. It's like, it has to happen so that you can be free. I hope that this was really supportive. I hope that you can feel the certainty in me of what's here for you. It's just called claim it. It's time to claim it. No holds barred. Yes. I know it is. I know it is. And I love your energy, Erin. You know, it's beautiful light. Thank you. Thank you both for your time. That was so good. Thank you, Erin, so much for letting us share that. I'm so excited to see how your business and brand will be growing by making those offers available. You can go give her some love on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. She's at SAT underscore test underscore assured. Okay, before we keep going, we're going to thank our sponsor. It's crazy how prices have gone up almost on everything, especially essentials like gas, groceries, and utilities. And that's why it's a great time to use GoodRx to at least save on your prescription costs. With GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at all the pharmacies in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. I especially love GoodRx because it's free and it's easy to use. It's really helped me out when I've been getting some medication lately and I thought, hmm, maybe I could get a better deal on this somewhere else. So I used GoodRx and ended up saving about 70%. What's also cool is that it works whether you do or you don't have insurance, but even if you have insurance, GoodRx may actually beat your copay price. You can check GoodRx online or on their app to find savings at over 70,000 pharmacies nationwide like CVS, 
Walgreens, Rite Aid, and so many more. And then you can take that money you've saved with GoodRx and put it towards something else. It's no wonder that GoodRx is the number one most downloaded medical app. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, go to goodrx.com slash dreamjob. That's goodrx.com slash dreamjob to start saving on your prescriptions. GoodRx is not insurance, but it can be used in place of insurance, Medicare, and Medicaid. In 2021, GoodRx users saved 81% on retail prescription prices. And now I want to share a part of an Instagram live I did last week where I was talking about some of the reflections I've had from doing so many discovery calls. We're going to go over some of the patterns of resistance I've been noticing and how I think we can break on through to the other side. Take a listen. Hey, come on in. Let's have a little chat. It's been so incredible over the last couple of weeks to witness to really, really witness what is up. And um, I want to share with you some of these observations because I feel like this is so juicy and I feel like this is going to uh, give you such a relief, such an exhale. So let's come on in and have a chat so that we can feel into this great exhale. So welcome, everybody. I hope that your week has been really beautiful. I hope that you've had some like expansion this week. I hope that you bumped up against resistance and then seen where you are bumping up against it so that you can play in a much bigger space than whatever this limiting trance of a virtual reality headset you've been wearing because, oh gosh, isn't that the truth? (laughs) And so let's start there. So Here's what I've been up to. So in addition to doing my podcast, in addition to being on other people's podcasts, in addition to being with the kids, I've been interviewing women who've applied for this mastermind that I'm doing. And we've had now over 300 women raise their hand and we've had calls with a bunch of these women and we are seeing, and I am seeing so clearly something to the point where I feel like everyone should do this. Like, I feel like everybody should stop and look around and have conversations around juicy topics with, with a bunch of people to really see what is a pattern that you can notice. And so here's what I'm noticing. It is unbelievable how much we are really wrapped up in limitations. And it's not just in here. It's visceral and it's fascinating, you know, and often people say like, think out of the box when really there is no box, right? This universe, this actual universe we're living in, it goes on and on. It's infinite, right? Have you ever gone to a planetarium and you're kind of looking at it and you're like, whoa, it's like, feels a little bit like hard to even like sit there with it because it just keeps going, right? And Deepak Chopra said to me, if we were to look at us and how our cells are constantly multiplying and how our DNA would stretch across football fields and wrap around the earth, like we are so expansive, right? But we don't experience our life like that. And here's what's so fascinating. Every single time I'm speaking to someone, not only do I notice that there is a degree to which They are playing inside of this tiny little limiting perimeter, which by the way, the reason that's happening is because 
96% of our brain is made up of a subconscious. And we've heard this, but we don't take ownership and a full awareness of it to then really get ahead of it. So that means 96% of your brain is hardwired into an automatic program that's been running since you're four, five, six, seven years old. And it's constantly, constantly repeating the exact same subconscious, huge beliefs, which are not facts. They're just thoughts. And then those thoughts actually make you feel a certain way that literally creates a chemical in your body called cortisol most of the time, which creates stress and inflammation, which actually kills us. It makes us sick. But aside from that, it makes us anxious. So then we're playing this constant loop of the way that we think that makes us feel that life is not available, that what we want really isn't within reach, that what we are really isn't enough. And then we feel the feeling of this not being possible. And then we go into the trying to figure it out from that place. That would be like a toaster trying to toast bread without being plugged into the electrical socket. That doesn't work at all because we never figure anything out from inside the limiting paradigm of the ego where the mind is already really, really out of balance and the heart is racing and the cortisol is pumping. There's no, there's nothing creative and inspirational that's going to be born out of that, right? When Walt Disney had the idea for Disneyland, he was in flow state, right? He was in coherence. There was something that was fully charged and aligned so that he could see further than the box. So if you're inside the box, how are you going to figure out your way out of it? You're not. You have to get into alignment, which is why Phil Jackson had the Lakers and the Bulls meditate their butts off, which is why everyone we've known now who's successful has some version of a process to get out of the cortisol-induced subconscious garbage tornado, right? So for some people, that's hiking and putting their feet in the ground. And for some people, it's meditation. And for some people, it's sound baths. But it's like, we have to really get that every single day, we are waking up inside a fictional reality, not a real reality. Reality with a capital R is all things possible and all things as far beyond the horizon as you could ever perceive and beyond and beyond and beyond that. It's infinite. So whatever you want is already there. You can select it from this field of this giant infinite warehouse where all possibilities exist. But we continue to argue for this subconscious garbage. And then we really believe that it's true because it makes us feel a certain way. And so we don't see what's there. We see what we are self-imposing, what we're projecting onto the screen. And here's what I also have realized, which is just so juicy, is that the key to the door to the portal, right? The key to the door to your best life, to your future self, to your expansion comes from you being willing to let go of the program long enough so that you can feel exhilarated, so that you can feel uh, like fully connected to what you really are, right? The energy, the life force that's running through you. And that starts to raise your vibration. Think about being on a piano and you just start playing notes at a higher octave, right? You start to swim, you start to hear the radio, you start to play at a higher octave and things start to come online. And here's what's interesting. The majority of women, if not every single woman who applied for this mastermind, they want 
to help other women, which is so beautiful, which is such a gift, right? Now stay with me for a second. And they're sitting here thinking that what they need to do is figure things out in order to help this other person forward in their own life, right? And the majority of these women in some ways want to do some form of, of healing or coaching work. Some people want to do health coaching. Some people want to do coaching in general. Some people want to do coaching around retreats or finance or wellness. There's, it's fascinating. What is it that you think your audience wants? What does your client want? The person who you're supposed to serve and help, the person who's going to come and want that coaching from you, the person who's going to want to come to that retreat, the person who's going to want to this even be a part of your platform. Even if this is a person who, who wants to follow your, your Instagram or come listen to your podcast, why are they wanting to be there? What's really calling them forward? What is it? Is it how much you figure out and how much you show them how to figure things out? Or is it something much bigger than that? And I'll tell you what's so fascinating is so often I am looking at somebody who wants so much to help someone else who themselves is not fully in their own expansion. The game is not look at me, it's come with me. And so when women have the courage and the willingness to fully receive it is so hot. It is so sexy. It is so delicious. And other people want to be in that oxygen. They want to drink from that well. You know, I talk to some women who say, well, I say, what do you offer? What's the offering? And they say, well, the offering is goal setting. The offering is accountability. And I say, is that sexy though? Do women want the outcome? Is their deep desire goals? Is their deep desire accountability? Or is their deep desire to fully unleash and feel expressed and sexy and alive and indulging in this gorgeous thing called pleasure on every level and to walk with their own power and to own their space and be in their skin? That's what they want, right? And so in order to be an amazing leader, in order to be an incredible gift unto the world, you would do your audience, you would do your client, you would bring in so much abundance into your own sphere and you would give back abundance to the person watching if you, instead of sitting down and crunching up what you think would be the best business plan, would go buy yourself the most beautiful YSL jumpsuit, Balenciaga top, take yourself to the rooftop deck, get yourself a glass of Prosecco, hang out with your bestie, and just let the wind flow through your hair. Like here it is. This is actually the barrier. The more you're in your body, the more you are allowing receivership to be your ultimate crown. That is the gift. And then other women want to be in that. They want to be around it because they want to give themselves that permission slip, right? So 
think about it. Think about it. I was just speaking to a gorgeous woman who she was just saying, which a lot of people say this, like, uh, I say, what's your deepest desire? And you know what I say to women when they apply for this mastermind? If you could see your future self, where is she sitting? What is she eating? Who is she with? And most of the time I ask that question and I ask it like that on purpose. What is she eating? Who is she with? Where, what is she wearing? Where is she? What is she looking at? What's the view? And instead of answering those questions, I hear back, well, all I really need is just maybe, you know, uh, just, just, just to help people. And, and the way I want to help people is I really want to help other women because, you know, other women are stuck. And, and what I'm really hoping is that, you know, maybe, and I don't really need that much. I mean, I just need to make a few extra thousand dollars a month. And, and I mean, what I really, really, and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to ask you again, where would you sit? What would you eat? Who would you be with your biggest, most expansive life? Tell me about it. And that is so out of reach. When you want to bring cash into your business, when you want to make seven figures and multi seven figures, when you want to literally touch every single person who crosses your path, as far as the eye can see, how do you do that? You do that from being a match for expansion, from actually living in pleasure, in flow state, and enjoying, right? Think about the brands that you love. Why do you love them? Why do people line up? Literally, even during a pandemic, why were there lines outside of Louis Vuitton and Gucci? Why? Why are people obsessed with certain things? Why do people love Beyonce? Why do they use that almost like an at, like a, it's a verb now? What is it about her? What? It's the being empowered. And I've noticed and I've witnessed, and this is where it gets really very real. For thousands of years, we don't even notice, but the way in which women in particular are socialized is to play it down, be pleasing, be sweet, don't shine, don't stand up, don't be empowered in your sexuality, in your, in your, in your strength, in your humanity, in your femininity, in all that you actually are. And girls have it all the time, right? They've done studies that show that if girls go to a separate school, so there's a girls in a boys school and there's just girls in the school, those girls do better in school because they don't get the little looks in math class for standing up and raising their hand. It's so subliminal. And this is not even like the big traumatic stuff that happens to girls, right? This is like small stuff, like little paper cuts, right? And what did we witness in our own mothers? How much did our mothers ah, fully walk in their femininity and receivership and allow themselves to just be fully expressed, fully turned on full, like how often did we see that? Right? So now every day I meet thousands of people through my podcast, through this platform. And then now I've been sitting one-on-one -on -one with seeing these women up close. And I'm like, you're such a freaking queen. I get it. You're sweet. I get it. You care. I get it. I'm clear. I'm understanding of that. But you see that crown? 
You're dying to wear it. And the woman you really want to serve, she would rather you just wear your crown than sit there and feel like you gotta like dampen it down. It's like celebrate, celebrate it, everything, put it out there, celebrate yourself, be empowered, speak your truth, you know, like raise your hand and call her forward. And when you hit resistance around, well, who am I to raise my hand? Who am I to put this out there? Who am I to speak? Who am I to uh, get dressed in a way that makes me feel alive and sexy? And uh, like whenever that comes up, just know you can only help somebody rise as far as you've gone. And so I go back to the trance, like literally everybody that I meet, with the exception of like a small group of people, there is so much of this being in trance. So much. It's literally that, do you know that it's proven that this habitual automatic program of thoughts lulls the brain to sleep? So for instance, have you ever been driving and you're like, wait, did I even make the left turn? I forgot. It's like, it's just a habit. You just know what to do. You go to sleep. And then we look around and we go, God, I know I, I know I'm meant to feel better. I know that life is a gift. I know this is so precious, but I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel tired anymore. I don't want to feel turned off anymore. I want to be turned on. I want to be tuned in. So you have to just start to get aware, right? And then you tap into your true self, your true state, right? Every person has an ego, which is made up. And then we have this true self. And we've all had moments where we've touched base with it. And you can find your true self in meditation because what happens is you can ask yourself, who's aware right now that I'm aware? Who's the witness to these thoughts? So the part of you that can witness your mind spinning is not your mind spinning. It's the part of you witnessing it, right? The part of you that can witness an experience you're having while you're having it is yourself. That's your true self. That's your consciousness. That's you. And that part of you is not limited. That part of you is infinite. And that part of you is connected to the source of this whole world. And Marianne Williamson said to me, it's amazing how people get caught in the illusion. It's as if a wave looks at other waves and thinks that it is separate from them and compares itself to them. And even more so, it's as if a wave were to forget that it's connected to the ocean, as if the wave isn't actually completely and totally a part of the ocean itself. And that is us. We don't really live in a three-dimensional universe. And science knows this. This is like a physicist's first lesson, right? We live in a web of consciousness. So much more of the world is in the 5D than the 3D. When Deepak Chopra was on my show, he said, what do you see in front of you? And I said, a coffee cup, my microphone and the computer. And he said, great. Now that was kind of a trick question because what you didn't say is the space between you and the coffee cup, the space between you and the microphone, the space between you and the computer. There's so much more space than there is physical three-dimensional things. And yes, I can't see it with my naked eye, but there's a lot going on in this space. There's atoms, there's molecules, there's something called gravity, 
right? There's a lot, there's a lot here, like a whole force, like the Wi-Fi in your house. You can't see it, but you know when it's off, right? You, you can figure out pretty quickly when the Wi-Fi is off. And it's very real. You just don't see it with your eyes, but it's very real. It's probably more real than the coffee cup sitting in front of you because it has a lot more power, doesn't it? So we're living inside of a false poisonous box. And it's poisonous because it creates the illusion of scarcity. And then it pumps us with cortisol. That is actual poison. It's actually what kills people. Cortisol creates inflammation in the body. Inflammation causes disease. So this is important to start to keep memorizing. How do we get back beyond the box into flow state so that we connect with the ocean and stop believing that all there is is the wave? Because the ocean is really doing the heavy lifting, isn't it? So this is what's coming up for me over and over and over and over again. And I just wanted to share this. I thought that this would be really helpful for your Friday. And I also want to tell you what else is, I think, really helpful for your Friday. So there's several things that I'm doing to bring you into this sphere over and over again. One of them is I'll be live in our Lit Up program. If you're not in Lit Up, it's once a month. Every time we meet in there, we meditate, we talk, we journal, we get into it. It's awesome. Starts at an hour. We do it the first Friday of the month. If you're not in there and you want to be in there, you should DM me and my team will get you in there. The next thing is we are taking applications still for the next couple of weeks for the mastermind. We've enrolled about 20 women so far. It's going to be small, no more than 50 women in this mastermind. And everyone's going to have one-on-one time with me plus six months of this incredible high vibe journey. If you haven't yet applied, you can apply at kathyhower.com slash mastermind. The other thing we've done is we've recognized that there are some women who are, they're not in this moment ready for the mastermind. They just aren't. Sometimes the light switches on. Sometimes it's off. Sometimes you're ready for this next move. Sometimes you're not. However, we've noticed that there are a lot of women who are ready for the next thing. And so we created it. So we created something called the inner circle, which is a year long. And every person gets someone on one time and access to all of the programs I do during the year. And every single month, there's like a three hour, half day intensive. So if you want to be in that, you can DM my team or you can go to kathyhower.com slash IC for inner circle. Other than that, that's what we have going on right now. And I'd love to hear where you're at, what you're most frustrated with, what you're most wanting to call in. I'm happy to listen. If you want to apply for the mastermind, go to kathyhow.com slash mastermind. And if you're thinking that you're not quite ready for that level, but you want something else that's really juicy and you want to spend a year with me with VIP access to all my programs, plus these half day intensives, you can go to kathyhow.com slash IC, but it is time. It is time for women to really get that your fastest path to cash, to abundance, to the life you want is in fully living your own greatest expansion. And that has to be priority number one every single day. And I'm loving that that's my work in this world because it is so invigorating to call women up. So I hope this message had something in it for you. If you're watching the replay, 
go back, watch from the beginning. I'd love to hear your comments in the chat and you can put in the comments below a circle if you want us to DM you um, more information about the inner circle. And uh, if you want anything else, you can go to my bio. God bless. So I hope that that helps. I'd love to hear, by the way, what's stirring up for you. If you ever want to chat, I do read most of my DMs, if not all of them. And I am on Instagram at kathy.heller. So I'd love to hear what this is stirring up for you. Here are the takeaways. Number one, put the offer out and focus on receiving. We deny people their deep transformation when we deny them the transaction. Number two, let go of the idea that there's an outcome that's better than another and that you're in charge of an outcome. Let the outcome be God's job. Number three, we can only show someone as far over the horizon as we can see. Number four, the key to your best life to expansion to your future self comes from your willingness to let go of the program long enough so you can feel exhilarated and feel fully connected to what you really are, which is the energy and life force that runs through you. Number five, the more you're in your body and the more you're allowing receivership, that is the ultimate gift. Other women want to be in that. They want to give themselves that same permission slip. Number six, wear your crown, celebrate yourself, be empowered, speak your truth, raise your hand and call her forward. Number seven, you can touch every person who crosses your path by being a match for expansion from actually living in pleasure in that state of flow and enjoyment. And number eight, it is time. It's time for women to get that your fastest path to abundance and the life you want is in fully living your own greatest expansion. That has to be priority number one every single day. Okay, now I want to celebrate a win from our student, Sharon. She said, drumroll please, the Along for the Ride podcast has launched. I'm so excited. Like many of you, this has been a new challenge for me to learn recording interview skills and editing, but such fun too. I love sharing my stories, travel discoveries, and behind the scenes of what I'm up to from here in the beautiful US and from around the world as I keep traveling and keep exploring. Please listen and leave a review and comment, and please share this episode with someone who you know loves to travel armchair travel, or just love stories and podcasts. The comments and encouragement from you over the months have meant a lot to me. You've boosted my confidence, which has needed boosting for sure. Thank you. And thanks to Kathy and the team. You are the best. Oh my gosh, Sharon, I'm so proud of you for getting your podcast out there. This show sounds like so much fun and it lights me up to hear how supportive the community has been for you. And I'm just so sure that this podcast is going to keep taking on all different kinds of adventures. So keep us posted. You guys can go listen to Sharon's podcast. It's called Along for the Ride. And if you are looking to start a podcast or curious about starting a podcast, I have a podcast starter course that you can grab and it's in the link in my Instagram bio. You might want to check that out. It's had rave reviews and I think it can help you tremendously. And I just want to say, if you don't already know it, thank you so, so, so much for listening to my podcast. It means so much. I know, I know that you have a million things you could be doing and you're here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you always feel that you get something valuable out of listening to this. If you want more amazing episodes, please make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening so that you don't miss out. And if you want me to answer a question of yours, if you have a question about business or money or mindset or anything else, you can leave the question in the review. If you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, you can leave the question inside the review, or you can go ahead and email me a voice memo of you speaking out your question and I can play it on the show. And you can email that voice memo to hello at kathyheller.com with the subject line question for the podcast, and I will answer it on the podcast. 
If you know someone who you think would be moved by this podcast or inspired, then go ahead and click the little share button and text it to them or email it to them. And even more so, you could post about this on your Instagram and tag me at kathy.heller. And you can also tag Aaron at sat underscore test underscore assured. I know that it would mean so much to her to see that this inspired you. And finally, if you want to join the mastermind I'm doing, or you want to join my inner circle, or you want to come to the retreat, then I'll put all those links in the show notes, or you could just DM me on Instagram and me or my team will get back to you with what you need to get in on all of those juicy offers. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song and I hope you have a really good weekend. 